0: Thank you. On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we celebrate our 50th episode with returning host, Taylor Barrett. We cover self-forgiveness and acceptance and how to grow from mistakes. Episodes drop Sundays on Spotify after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube.
1: Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, Pretty Dope Experience Radio, and every Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m., Live on Facebook, I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hi friends. Malik Rayshawn. What's poppin'? And Taylor Barrett.
2: What's up, everybody?
1: He's back. He's Hi. back. Woo. He's back for our 50th episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Good to have you back. It's, 50th, you. it's 50 after of recording, because we've done way more. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like the 100th episode, because Shady Pines has been around for a minute, and we've mm-hmm. been around as long as Shady Pines. So, nice. OGs.
3: Uh, OGs. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I'm super, super excited for this episode.
2: Um, Excited to have you back, Taylor. Um, Dude, it's, 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 It's cool being back and seeing, like... All the changes that have been made and all the advances and stuff. It's it's really dope. It's like it's like it's like watching like like a like a kid go to college and then I go to check on them or some shit and <laughs> uh-huh. they're like acing all their classes. I am <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, get it. Like <laughs> that's sweet. I like they're that. they're on the varsity team. Like, oh, dude, yeah. mm-hmm. kill
1: it. We're, we're, we are here. We are here. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, we'll uh, we'll hop right into it because uh yeah, this is a really important episode to me and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that's it's uh that it's important to you guys as well. So We're going to start off with uh, something that's kind of connected to what we were talking about last week. Last week, we talked about accountability. I feel like the next part after accountability, Mm -hmm. Mm self-forgiveness, you know, like uh, after you've taken accountability for uh, any wrongdoing, there needs to come a point where you stop looking for the validation of other people to forgive you. And you start looking within to forgive yourself. And uh, this is definitely something that I've struggled with a lot. So I'm Really curious to get uh, all y'all's opinions uh, on this. Uh, self-forgiveness, Taylor Barrett. Self-forgiveness,
2: um, that's definitely a weird one for me because I, I think uh, a lot of the hurdles with, like, uh, problem solving come from, like, first of all, accountability, and then another layer on top of that is this, is the self-forgiveness. So doing one alone is usually pretty difficult, and doing the second one on top of that, after you successfully do the first one, can just, like, add layers of, like, difficulty and, like, and, and confusion so that you have to have like pretty effective communication with the other person and like with yourself through through like, like throughout that whole process and that can especially if you if you if you struggle with like intrusive thoughts that, that can be really difficult to navigate you know? yeah but uh it, it's definitely it's definitely worth it to you know spend some time and be patient with yourself and mm-hmm. uh, go through that accountability even if it's e- even if you struggle to find where you need to be accountable you know it's worth it to just like turn over every stone
3: yeah absolutely absolutely uh, Amanda, what are your thoughts? Um, I have a hard time with that because it's easy if people like aren't upset at you for something that you did, but you can still hold on to that and um, be upset with yourself if you know you said you're going to do something and you didn't, um, or just like kind of with self control when you you know have a bad day and you do whatever you want, and then the next day being like, okay, I can sit in this feeling of uh, you know, I fucked up, or I can you know I can't undo it, so you just have to make a different choice the next day, and that's definitely something I've been teaching myself. Um, when you have those moments where of weakness, uh, to just be like, okay, well, I did it. I don't feel great. So am I going to feel terrible about it forever? Or am I just going to make sure that if that comes up next time, I'll be like, I remember how that made me feel. So I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Just making a different choice is kind of the only way I can really get out of that, like pit of self, uh, destruction.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that, um, just being aware that you are kind of putting yourself in you're keeping yourself almost in that moment by reliving it and mm-hmm. beating yourself up about it.
3: You're not learning a lesson if you're going to sit in there either. Isn't that mm-hmm. the point? You learn a lesson or you realize you there's no harm so you're going to do it forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely. What about you Malik? Self-forgiveness, man. It's something that I struggle with because I tend to I always know what I'm capable of, I suppose and a lot of times i will unconsciously make the decision to not do that good whether it's a social situation a professional situation romantic whatever the case may be and in those moments like it it can be really difficult for me to forgive myself because i i see that i see that as good as i can be was nowhere near as good as i was and it's like damn well why the fuck did i choose to not be as good as i could and should Mm -hmm. be. And then at a certain point, I just have to recognize like me, just like everyone else, people who have hurt me, people who haven't hurt me, am a human. And it is totally fine for me to sometimes miss the mark because then I'm going to learn how to more redirect myself to that mark. Mm -hmm. And if I fail, you know, one time or two times, that's fine. As long as I make sure I'm not continuing to make the same mistake. And that's where accountability comes in yeah. and then once i'm holding myself accountable i want to just beat myself up for a second but then it's like i need to accept the mistake forgive myself and that's when a loss turns into a fucking lesson mm-hmm. and you take that you move forward and you do better yeah yeah
1: well it sounds mm-hmm. like uh, an important part of it is sitting with the mistake and acknowledging that there was a mistake. Like yeah. that's, it's, it's important to know that like you weren't and like you said, that you weren't your best self in this moment. Um, and I think that the, the most important thing about that is that like, you do need to feel the feelings of, of being like, yes, I could have done better and I didn't. But after that, it really, I think that's where it really comes. And that's the hardest part for me. I can definitely say like, in my experience is that, uh, like if, if I make a mistake, I I almost feel as though. If I uh, replay it and I suffer through it and I just keep making myself feel bad about it, that that is somehow um, somehow justice for for whatever wrong was caused. Like so. you feel bad mm-hmm.
2: enough to not do that again.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's there's definitely like the the initial you know like oh no this was a mistake, but there's there's almost like I feel like I've created justice by by punishing myself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I. I think that's my biggest problem with self forgiveness is is I don't know, just letting go you know that's mm-hmm. it's it's a hard thing because it's it's almost it's it's interesting because you you have to wonder like what would your life look like if you were to move on from that, if mm-hmm. you were to
0: use it as a lesson and grow? It's so much easier to beat ourselves up, but then when we're doing that, we end up keeping ourselves from moving forward. and I think Amanda yeah. had said something like that as well. You just you got to you got to let go. You got to just be like, okay, I fucked up and moving on. Yeah. What's uh what's something that you find
1: uh is helpful when you're trying to forgive yourself? What's uh what's like almost like an exercise
2: or a thought process that that you kind of pursue to get yourself out of that? Well, one one thing that I've um I didn't recently start doing this. Well, I I just recently started doing this, and I, I mean like in a, in a long term, like my, within my whole life, I just recently started started doing this. But uh, I I, w- I would advise friends to talk to themselves like they were talking to a friend that was going mm. through what they were going through. Like yeah. would you would you would you talk down to your friend like that? Yes. Would you? Would you... Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Well, I wasn't asking if Zayn would talk down to their friend like yeah. that. <laughs> but I, I would just use that as as a as kind of an example for like looking at your own behavior and like how you're treating yourself. And uh, I eventually I was like, why don't I do that? Also, I should also probably do that. I should also probably be kind of nice to myself and maybe Mm -hmm. a little more forgiving. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it definitely helps when you when you take yourself and your own self-loathing out of the equation, you can kind of view it from like a third party perspective Mm and and give yourself forgiveness from that third from like that third person perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah also we have the chat open so yeah that's oh yeah i just noticed that as well we got got the chat open i know for real real. um so anj decker says i struggle a lot with self-forgiveness personally which i'm sure is frustrating for the people around me because it's so much easier for me to forgive others than myself absolutely Mm. yeah no, I think that's definitely, that's a good point to bring up because uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like what Taylor was saying is just like, would, would you treat your friends the way you treat mm-hmm. you? And mm-hmm. hopefully
0: the answer is fucking no. Yeah.
1: Uh, you I know. also
0: find it's easier a lot of times for people to forgive me than for me to forgive me. Even when it's situations where like I did them wrong, mm-hmm. like, off oh, like I'm so fucking sorry it happened. Like, yo, it's fine. Like, thanks for holding yourself accountable, but like no one's upset other yeah. than you.
1: Well, I think that uh, something that I had, I had heard one time is, uh, you know, you need to apologize, but you don't need to apologize more than once. Mm. Um, and the story for this is I had gone to Atlanta and I was staying with uh, a friend's friend. And we had all taken a shower and Together? Together.
2: Yeah. We were all very <laughs> yeah. close friends. Uh, yeah. After that we were um, shared the bathwater like yeah, in colonial absolutely. time. Like the oldest person went first and the baby just got like the dirt water. <laughs>
4: oh god.
2: She was, like 19 year old and there's like <laughs> But
1: it was, so we had all taken a we'd all we had all taken a shower and uh, I didn't have a towel so I just used <laughs> the towel. Nice. Yes, I know, I know. Listen, so I didn't know. It's wet. It's not soaked. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> um, so I had gotten out of there and uh, the person whose house it was, they go uh, very very sweetly. They said, "Who the fuck used my towel?" Uh, and I froze because I'm not a good liar, so I was just like, "Uh uh uh uh." And then she said, uh, great, now it's got your ass juice on it. And I was just like... It ass juice. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I can't believe you would just assume that I would wash my ass,
3: um, so...
0: You know what they say when you assume, you make an ass.
3: I you, you make an ass juice out of me and an ass juice out of you. Oh. It's my
2: beverage of choice. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't that a thing in Tropic Thunder? It's like booty sweat. Oh, my like, God. They like put it in a can. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think so. Booty sweat. I don't, know, I don't um, know.
2: But
1: so I, but I used their towel and I felt really guilty about it. So I was just like, hey, I'm really sorry about that. And they're like, okay, like you, you didn't know. I get it. And then I continued to be like, hey, I'm I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry. And they're like, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. I understand, and I was just like, we'd be talking. i like, but by listen, the way, yeah. really, <laughs> really sorry Casey about didn't this. Know? I'm yeah. Super sorry. Yeah, and it, it was, it was, the sentiment was there. Like my heart was in the right place, but it was like because I hadn't forgiven myself, I was almost see- s- searching for that validation through somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they already said they forgave you, and they so, already yeah. forgave me. So mm-hmm. it's just like, what, what, at what point? Like, what am I asking from this person?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and just. Even on an objective level, like, I could see why you profusely apologizing might be considered more of a problem than... you accidentally using the towel, you know what I mean? And that yeah. can end up overriding that, where it's like, yeah. now, now, and like, not to say that uh, you you wanted to apologize is problematic, but I could definitely see how in that person's mind, they'd be like, okay, well, you've already apologized this, like for this thing that I'm not even worried about anymore. Exactly. I just don't wanna have this conversation anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. now I'm annoyed about it again, because yeah. you I'm annoyed it happened, c- and I'm annoyed by you. I can't
3: move on if you keep bringing up the fucking towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I Eventually, think that-
0: they're gonna be like, what towel?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I threw away all my towels so you'd stop apologizing. Yeah, I assume that
1: you did it to every towel for as many times as you apologized. <laughs> you know what? Don't shower anymore. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know
0: what? Never I'm not
3: mind. showering anymore.
1: We yeah. just air dry. I burned down my
3: house uh, oh, because fuck. of you. <laughs>
1: well,
3: I feel like with apologizing too it's like I hate when people apologize for the same thing over and over again because if if you have to keep saying sorry for the same thing, you didn't learn a lesson and it's like gets disrespectful. Mm. If someone like always does something, oh sorry. It's like, mm. well, if you were actually sorry, you would stop doing that because you know it bothers yeah. me. So now you're kind of abusing the like forgiveness thing by like, I'm sorry, I forgive you. I'm sorry. It's like, well, I'm gonna stop forgiving you because you didn't stop doing it. Yeah. So you can't be that sorry. Yeah. So the word sorry also is like there has to be actions behind it. Yeah. And yeah. what
0: one thing I think that's good about the way that you were apologizing is it wasn't like I'm sorry that you felt Oh, you I that hate that. This. That's the worst around. thing. I'm sorry. Don't apologize mm-hmm. to me for how you fucking made me feel. Yeah, it's like this was my action, and that's yeah. what I'm apologizing. I'm sorry for. you feel badly about the thing that I did that was bad. Oh, I hate yeah. that. That that's is some funny. weird. If I could just shit. take that feeling away from you, I mm-hmm. would, but mm-hmm. I can't. So sorry you fucking feel that.
3: Way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: it's it, that's so dismissive of like their own actions too, because it's like like you you're apologizing for something that's happening on my end, which I get. The sentiment is like 25 percent of the way there, but <laughs> like I'm I, I'm I'm seeking an apology for something that happened on on your end. Mm-hmm. You know. what? I mean for, mm-hmm. for the the action not 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 a feeling that was conjured by that action
0: yeah because then the feeling is more of a problem than the action
2: yeah they're blaming you for that mm-hmm. now now you 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 feeling like this is is the problem in the situation mm-hmm. that is very stressful and difficult yeah. to navigate yes.
1: also uh i didn't want to update you um reese uh notified everybody that yes um in the designated smoking area for a limited time we have asked juice we mm-hmm. are selling it uh <laughs> as part of our merch who's who's well, that's whose ashes? Yeah, yeah, whose that's that's, that's that's for you to figure out after you order it. Um, <laughs> is it like is
2: it like like a mystery flavor, like a different one each time?
3: Yeah, it's, it's like actually a, a
2: yerba mate. It's just a yerba it's mate. A, those <laughs> mystery
0: yeah. airheads
3: where you don't know what flavor it it's is. the, Ooh, the yeah. orange
2: yerba mate. It's like,
1: like the,
3: the it's the
2: dum dums
1: where it's just like it has the question yeah. marks on it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all ever had the joke jelly beans? Joke, Oh, challenge. like the they Harry Potter like, ones? Yeah. yeah, they got like piss oh, flavor, so boogers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My so was favorite like yellow is
3: piss. One,
2: and it was Your like, favorite yeah. is piss. Yeah. Oh,
3: gross. Was, I've never tried them. Like,
2: <laughs> like two yellow ones next to each other. One's banana and one's piss. And it's Ooh, like
3: banana why already tastes
4: <laughs>
2: bad.
3: Why roll Just the dice? don't eat either eat of them. Eat them at the yeah. same time. Banana piss. There you go.
1: They
3: cancel each other. That's a new flavor. What the? All right. Well, speaking of banana piss,
1: we are going to take a real quick commercial break. I'm going to take a banana piss. We're going to take a banana piss. Uh, real quick, uh, thank you guys for tuning into the Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio, as well as Facebook Live every Saturday from 3 to 4. Love you. Welcome back to the Dumb Talk Show. With us today, DJ Larrabee, and we're talking about stickers today. Menace or benefit to society? Caller, what do you think?
3: Well, I just want to say, this whole issue seems to have been gotten big by that StickerNinja.com.
1: They just made it too easy for people to get cheap slaps. It's just so easy, you know. I'm just afraid for our children. Yeah, that sounds
2: right. DJ Larrabee, you've been promoting this StickerNinja.com for some time now. Any rebuttal to that?
1: It's true. StickerNinja.com has made it amazingly simple to get cheap, high-quality
3: water and UV-resistant stickers. Plus, you get free domestic shipping. And if you use the code SPR10 at checkout you get 10% off your order. So let me
0: get this right. You're saying that using the code SPR10 already makes these affordable
2: stickers cheaper and you get free shipping? That's right. And they're used on everything. And
0: everyone uses them. From bumper stickers on cars to labels on products. And sticker? by using StickerNinja.com and SPR10, you get a great deal.
4: I'm afraid our time's up for the day. Tune in tomorrow for the topic, Shady Pines Radio, Menace or
0: Benefit to Society. Now for...
1: Sake.
0: Your ninja. Welcome back to the Smoke Break. Uh, we are here
1: every every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio, yeah. and live on Facebook every Saturday from three to four. I am your host, mm-hmm. your old pal Zane, here with a mandolin. Do hi, friends. Malik Rayshawn. What's poppin'? Taylor Barrett.
2: Hello, Governor. All <laughs> right. Well, there we
1: go. We are back. We are back. All right. So for this next portion of the Smoke Break, I did want to talk about. uh Acceptance, Um, Mm -hmm. acceptance, self-acceptance, and just the idea that you aren't going to be accepted by everyone. Um, I feel like one of those is hard. Uh, Both of them are very fucking hard but we're going to try and uh, fix everybody with this one episode. Mm-hmm. So, one size yeah. fits all. Yeah, come here, show up with your problems, yeah. leave with more problems. And a can, ash <laughs> and
3: a can <laughs> of ash juice. Cold
1: <laughs> press ash juice. Cold press, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Some uh, heat extracted, uh, cold press ash juice. Shout out to
2: Jamie for the ideas. <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you, Jamie.
1: Uh, yeah, Hiring she's, you for the marketing team. She's super funny. She's super funny. We'll, um, we'll give her a cut. But uh the thing I did, yeah, I wanted to talk about just yeah, acceptance. Um and self-acceptance. I have a really hard time accepting myself, um, just as I am. Uh I've been lucky enough to have people around me that have helped me accept myself, but the the journey was not easy. It was not easy. Um, and I, I feel like I'm still not entirely there. Um, but I feel like the part that I struggle with even more than that is accepting that not everybody's gonna fucking like you. A thing that's, uh, I, I a realization that I'd come to was that uh, even if everybody liked you, right, mm-hmm. there would still be somebody who doesn't like you because everybody mm-hmm. likes you. Yeah, I'm that person. Yeah, <laughs> that's too yeah.
0: cool. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, not yeah like seriously. It.
1: So uh, that's yeah. That was I don't know. That was a realization that I'd come to, and I was I. I think that it took a lot to get there, but I also think that it's it's an important realization to have that, you know, like you can want everybody to like you. And even if they do, there's going to be one person who's like, everybody likes that guy. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's
0: true. Like if you are working on yourself like super hard and you feel like this is the best I've ever been, I'm the dopest fucking version of myself I've ever been. There's still going to be some person out there and it's nothing against them for not fucking with you. But it doesn't matter how dope we are, how much better mm-hmm. of a person we become or an artist or a podcast host or whatever. Someone's still going to post the comments. You guys are trash.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. nobody does that with this show, by the way. Everyone nope. says we're awesome.
2: Nope. And I feel like uh, the, the journey with self-acceptance is always really difficult, especially when you're like... Um it always feels like there's that one person. And then even if you get that one person and you're like, cool, we're like we're on we're on good terms now. Now there's suddenly another person. Oh, and absolutely. Like, it's 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 the never ending story. You're constantly losing horses in the fucking mud. And <laughs> it, it just sucks. And like I try you. <laughs> that's where that name's from. Yeah. That's where that band? I was so yeah. young when I watched that movie. I didn't yeah. know that band. Holy shit. Yeah, I, mean, you're I welcome. love you dude. Mind blown. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, like for, for me in high school, it was my girlfriend's best friend. I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck don't you like me? And she just hated me. And in hindsight, yeah, I was pretty corny. I was pretty like goofy and dorky. And she was like, Nuh-uh. like I know hard to, like, <laughs> hard, to hard to believe. I'm so different now. Hang in there with me. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and like, she just, just hated me. And I was like, I couldn't get it out of my mind. I couldn't stop picturing conversations they'd have without me there. And it's like,
4: mm-hmm.
2: eventually I was like, why do I give a shit? Like, I don't even like her. I just don't like that. She yeah. does like me. Yeah. That's, and that's something that Amanda had brought up to me. Cause I was just like,
1: oh fucking, this person doesn't like me. This person doesn't like me. And she goes, uh, "Do you even like this person?" And I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> "I mean, I
3: would if they'd like me." <laughs> yeah, I would if they'd like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a
0: conquest of like how many people can I get to think I'm awesome? Yeah, and the thing I've had to sort of train myself to understand is like if I think I'm awesome. It doesn't fucking matter.
3: Yeah. Like it really doesn't. When people can sense if you're like trying to be friends with everyone, it's kind of off putting. But if you like are just yourself, then that's a good people filter. What else is
1: off putting? Generic jello. There you go. Okay, go ahead. All right. Okay. So, I'm.
3: I mean, I learned it pretty quick so with I'm comedy that. is that like a lot of a lot of people aren't going to like me just because I'm a woman. So there's that. Uh, and I'm telling dudes to suck my dick. So there's that. Uh, that's <laughs> but- that's two my strikes. favorite
0: thing for a woman to say, <laughs> honestly, because like men whose whose masculinity is really fragile, which <laughs> is a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. When they hear that, they're like, no, I'm the one with the dick. You suck my dick. It's like, Nah. Nah. Mine. Yeah. You're this pushing the figurative. wrong people.
2: You're you're pushing the wrong people away, or like I guess you're pushing the right people away, and you're keeping the right people. And, you know, yeah, like, like, you're drawing a pretty clear divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if, yeah, if you don't fuck with this, you probably suck, and yeah. I don't want you here anyways. Well,
3: being yourself is the best people filter, and oh, not yeah. everyone is for you. So I think it's dangerous to want everyone to like you because mm-hmm. people That's can like you for bad reasons, and if you just want people's approval, they can use you. Um, so yeah. it's just good to be yourself. People will like it or not, and mm-hmm. if they like you a lot, cool. And you if, if they don't, yourself. who gives a shit? Roles
1: yeah 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 yeah, i feel like if you don't know why you if you don't know why you like you then like people can't find something to attach to you know because then you're just trying to attach to whatever they like and there's a million people so you could be right for this person but wrong for this person right for this person but wrong for this person but if you accept yourself and you're like i like me then the right people will will Mm. will uh, flock around you
0: and if you're bending to and contorting into different like shapes, what you're going to find is that maybe that certain shape will work for you for a little bit while you're in union with that one fucking person. Mm. And then eventually you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, who the fuck? Yeah, did yeah. I become? I've, I've mm-hmm. always
2: kind of viewed it like like you're cheating on a girlfriend too because then it's like if two different people that you've contorted to show up in the same place then it's like now what do you do? You're creating two completely different lifestyles yeah. and identities and yeah. it's like that.
1: Well you're a social chameleon who doesn't know what color to change yeah. and you're like mm-hmm. uh, uh, and they're both uh, just
2: like what the fuck is happening and you're just like does not compute. I'm
1: uh, yeah. 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 friends yeah. with everyone. They, they leave
0: without you. And... <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of those like cartoons where someone's like on a date trying to be two different people oh, at one time. I remember an episode of the Rugrats all grown up where I think Chucky did that, and he was mm. like, This fucking foreign dude. And he's like, Ugh, I am what is it, fucking Gustavo <laughs> or some shit, I
4: think was his name.
0: Super funny. Go watch that episode again. <laughs> you
4: know, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, Rugged open it Rugged. up in the
1: corner and watch this at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually made a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> Post it was, uh, it was Susie it. Carmichael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely think that uh, self-acceptance is a really important thing. What, uh, what has helped you in sort of your path to self-acceptance? Um, Amanda, let's start with you.
3: Um, I don't know, just I guess when you are yourself and then you meet people that like you are instantly, you know, like attracted to each other, you have like an instant friendship. That's really rewarding because you're attracting people that like you for you and you like them for them. So the more you are yourself, the more you find your people. And that kind of keeps that momentum going to where if someone wants to hang out with you or is trying to like make you do something you don't want to do you can feel very confident it's like no that's not who I am and I know that's not who I am because I'm not comfortable with you or with that and I have people that I am comfortable with so I guess just um I don't know, being yourself and finding your people kind of helps you like grow into yourself more and become more of yourself as you get older. And 30, at least for me, was a lot of like unlearning behaviors and even just things that I used to always be like, I hate when people do this. And then you get older and you're like, ew, I do that now. Why do I do that? And you just kind of absorb traits and things from the awful world we can live in sometimes <laughs> but then you find your people and they cultivate those other good things in you that were there that maybe got buried by some bullshit that other people threw at you so, oh, yeah, yeah. so find your people
1: find your people yeah your people. No, I definitely think that's uh, that's. I, I, I'm i hoping to God I find mine someday
3: yeah one day uh, Zane will have friends yeah one day, one day. <laughs> One day, not man. Today. Not today. Not today. Not
1: today. <laughs> now I just have co-hosts.
3: But
4: until,
1: <laughs> until
2: then, keep an eye out. I will be uh, f- so powerful. Uh, the posters uh, around Portland. it's like, well, even my friend with <laughs> like, <Yeah>. your number. <laughs> yeah, you can pull dude, off, dude. That <laughs> that's an
1: idea. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, it's yeah. no validate me. Um, I
0: think there's a lot to be said though about like having people around you that bring out the best yeah. in you. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, other than what I'm about to talk about in a second, is one of the other really big factors that's helped me like cultivate a really strong sense of self and i fucking love myself more than anyone could ever hate me Mm -hmm. Ugh, that's a good feeling yeah Mm -hmm. ask me the question zane i'm ready all right all right what was the question (laughs) 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 um
3: what what helps me with yeah uh, what helps you Yeah, yeah
0: yeah um drawing pictures of myself where i look even uglier no, i kidding. Okay. okay. Um, I like
3: it. I make ugly faces, so I feel less weird about my
2: face sometimes. <laughs> just like that TikTok filter, like you hold it on your face and then you then you take it off, and it's like that's how people are supposed to see you for the first time, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, I'm so pretty. Oh God. Uh-huh. I don't wanna know. Toxic. Yeah. Um just, just honestly <laughs> <It was> cute.
0: <laughs> just honestly, like making a bunch of music and mm-hmm. diving really deep into my insecurities and like my self-talk that can oftentimes be very negative, very destructive, very fucking toxic. And when I'm in that process, I'm, a, I'm able to sort of interface with a lot of what I can't see that I'm up against every day that just comes from within my fucking own mind. Mm-hmm. And when I'm able to put it on the record, get it out of my consciousness, then I don't have to necessarily live with it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't necessarily have to live with it. (laughs) I don't necessarily have to live with it, but I can look at it. I can listen to it. I can understand where it came from and why it was there. And also understand that, like, this feeling that I feel about myself that's negative is not how I really feel about myself, but Mm -hmm. it's just like that maybe some type of negative energy that i encountered in my life that made me think that way about myself whether mm. it's like oh my locks are imperfect or like my hairline or fucking one of my eyes is uneven or i have this zit on the left side of my face that just popped today and i'm Can't in 4K, stop staring at it, and i have this little piece of shea butter on my belly don't fucking look at it <laughs> but anyways um just making music man just putting it, putting yeah. it all on the track leaving it there And then being able to revisit it and understand where it came from and like choose to think something. Differently. Yeah,
1: I think that that's yeah. kind of the the mm-hmm. power of journaling too. Is just that like being able to get something on paper and out of your fucking head, so that way you don't like you because you almost feel like this need, or at least in my case, I feel this need to like keep rehashing it because like I'm almost afraid I'm going to forget that I hate myself, which <laughs> I've never done by the way. <laughs>
2: but never yeah, never forget. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll r- remind yourself that
1: yeah, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry yeah.
3: Eventually, yeah, gotta yeah. keep myself yeah. humble with all this self hatred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's I
1: I think that you know there's there's just that um once you get it down on the paper then it's like you don't feel obligated to think about it it's like it's already thought of it's already down and mm. the thing about journaling is is that if you do it enough you realize that you're writing about the same shit and you're oh, like wow, well am i talking catch, about the same
3: shit catch your patterns and stuff yeah. exactly Smart.
1: exactly mm-hmm. so uh taylor with our, our last couple minutes um tell me tell me what's your what's your process
2: uh well okay so there's like especially in times of like communication that I feel like didn't go my way, or like problem solving and I feel like could have gone better, or some things, you know, like I I just kind of have to remember that, uh, I'm I'm setting my boundaries the way that like I need to. I'm trying to accomplish the goals that like I need to, and I can fully trust that I have both of the pe- people's best interests at heart. And if it didn't if it didn't go the way that I I wanted it to, that gives you know I can like uh, reflect on that for a little bit, like you guys were saying, and just kind of go through the process of like acceptance and you know self-acceptance and and everything but uh just comparing it to to boundaries i guess uh not necessarily comparing self-acceptance to boundaries but things that didn't go my way that i would be in situations where i struggle with self-acceptance i just kind of have to remember that like i'm still working on setting boundaries i'm still working on establishing boundaries and, and and maintaining them and that you know there could be a really good reconciliation with the person that it didn't go the way I wanted it to with that in mind. You know, we can both come together and, mm-hmm. and, and talk about that acceptance and how we both handle the situation. Maybe not the best that that we wanted to, but I, I guess a lot of the self-acceptance that I need to practice would go into situations that didn't go the way that I expected them to or wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, just being aware you, that that you weren't your best self,
1: yeah, exactly. And that and that, but that was you in a moment, you know. Yeah. And it's like accepting that that is part of you, but that is not you. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is uh, an incredibly powerful, uh, incredibly powerful tool. So we and aren't takes, our worst moments. It takes mm-hmm. people yeah. that
2: give a shit about you to like open up the opportunity for you to do that because if you fuck up with somebody that like it will now view you as that fuck up then the door is kind of closed yeah on you having that reconciliation that i mentioned yeah. but like you surround yourself with good people like i feel like i genuinely have i there's a lot of room for reconciliation on both sides there's times where you know you've you've pulled josh outside and, and talked to him for a little bit and he's came back and apologized to me and vice versa and everything mm. and like having that door open for reconciliation i think is is the most important part to get to the to get to self acceptance, absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely. Oh, yeah, well, dope. We're gonna take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with the smoke break. We are here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m., as well as pretty dope experience and live on Facebook from 3 to
0: 4. Yeah, it's the Blue Plate Special Show on Shady Pines Radio every Thursday from 12 to 1. Condensing me, man, unique shows every week different types of music from week to week? Local artists, national artists, world artists? No way, can one show have all that?
4: Yeah man, I'm positive.
0: If you're like too busy and forget to listen, you can catch it on Mixcloud. Just search DJ Burrow. Try to catch it here on Shady Pines Radio. So go on already, download the app, get over there. They said that they were going to go there and they went listening's easy all you got to do is download the free app shady pines radio on your device and you can even sign up for notifications about each week's blue plate special show oh man i didn't even hear a new episode every week
2: hey get some some
1: beer
0: yeah get some beer get some lunch get a friend sit down listen together all right you take care i might be back yeah
1: and we are back with the smoke break i'm your host your old pal zane here with Amanda Deal. Hi, friends. Malik Rayshon, what's poppin'? And Taylor Barrett, Fred Durst is still underrated. <laughs> he's back, he's back and uh, causing problems again. <laughs> Good to see you, Taylor. Um, I also wanted to remind everybody that uh, the Shady Pines Music Festival is going on today. Uh, oh. Well, the day that you hear it. Um, and yeah, I'm actually gonna be performing at two o'clock. So- Sunday,
3: two o'clock, yep, where Sunday, at?
1: Sunday, two o'clock at uh, Red Mud Ranch in Oregon City. In
3: Oregon yeah. City, okay. Red Mud S-
2: Ranch, Oregon City, two o'clock. Zane will yes. be killing it Sunday, yes. Sunday, Sunday. Talking March. to the mic. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> so. We are going to do our favorites,
1: my, one of my favorites, uh, segments. Taylor said that we need more segments, so the joke break is that segment. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit it with this one. So when was the happiest, most fulfilled period of your life, and why do you think that is? Let's get fucking real.
0: Can I start? Yeah. Please. Right now.
3: Aw. Right the fuck now. God damn.
0: Uh, damn. My, my 24th year of life has been the best fucking year of my life so far. It's also my golden year. Nice. I turned 24 on the 24th. Nice. Um, anyone else whose golden year is this year, we are kin. And I love you, personally. Um, and this has just been the best year. I've, I'm in all of the spaces that make me feel fully fulfilled, where I can access and make use of all of my skills, creatively, personally, socially, romantically. And mm-hmm. I just Ooh. feel like, you know what, what I mean? I, I went through everything that I've been through in my life to get to where I am now so that I can continue to progress even farther and farther towards all the things that I've always hoped and dreamed of. The shit that my third grade teacher told me is unrealistic because I gotta worry about paying bills, who the fuck tells an eight-year-old they gotta pay but what's a bill? Yeah. What's a bill? What the fuck is it's a, a bill? the thing on Capitol Hill. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, gonna say I think yeah. they have a whole video
2: about
1: it. Yeah, right?
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't learn anything from Check it. Check out but... Schoolhouse Rock. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that wrong point.
0: No, <laughs> but I would I would say the most joyous and fulfilling thing is to have a week where I'm making music, I'm recording gameplay. Oh, that's coming soon. <gasps> Didn't mean to fucking drop oh, that week right now. Stay tuned You're for You're like that. Tom
2: Holland with the spoilers.
0: Oh, yeah. no. Whoops! I love Tom Holland. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it just feels really great to be able to do all the things that bring me joy that make me feel like I'm good at things um, throughout the week. And then, you know, come Sunday, I'm just like kicking back, listening to the new episode of The Smoke Break. And I'm like, wow, my life and my friends and my creative output is fucking awesome. Oh absolutely. yeah,
4: that's absolutely great. yeah. No, love
1: I'm, glad, I'm, I'm Love to hear it. That's uh, I'm glad that we can in any way be a part of that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super glad that you joined the show because um, yeah, it's it's it it means a lot. Um, so thank you, I appreciate it. Thank okay,
0: you, man.
2: Um, what about you, Taylor Barrett? Well, I'm going to speak from a place of like previous ignorance because this was when I was just mindlessly diving into my passions, you know what I mean? And uh, this, uh, well, what was it? W- w- when did you feel most fulfilled? Mm-hmm.
1: Let me double this, like, check. Uh, so yeah, when was the happiest, most fulfilled period of your life and why do
2: you think that is? Well, there, there's a couple different avenues of fulfillment, but I would say as far as like my, when, when I was really just diving deep into my passions, just kind of mindlessly, that was like a, a very childlike kind of fulfillment where I was like, I am doing the things that I want to do like from 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 a very childish standpoint, I, I was competing in uh, fighting games constantly, a bunch mm. of different fighting games. I was like nationally ranked in a couple of them. I was having an absolute blast, and I was I was I was doing that. And then you know you, you kind of grow up a little bit, and I I still play plenty of fighting games and video games. But the when your priorities when, when my priorities shifted, uh I would hands down say that the just raising my kid has been the most Mm. fulfilling period yeah and that's that's on the other side she's gonna listen
1: back to this episode so you better have said that
2: (laughs) (laughs) and and that's definitely on the other side of the childish fulfillment because i wouldn't have even considered how fulfilling that could have been when i was mindlessly playing those video games and i was you know competing constantly and everything and uh and and, you know shifting from that and growing up a little bit you just kind of realize that like this is you know, like I made this thing, and yeah, it's like cool. it's, it's, she's she's learning how to like sing now, and like she knows Aww. how to do sign language and shit. she's a key! It's so it's yeah. so cool, and she's way too fast to keep up with. Oh my god, she has barged into my roommate's room <laughs>
4: so many times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's, yeah. your, what's your
0: favorite thing about being a parent?
2: uh just watching her develop new skills honestly like uh and that comes in like the weirdest way you know like like watching her develop patience uh there's she has this little block that she fits the shapes into and everything and uh the first time she first time i had her do it even with my coaching she would get really frustrated the first time it didn't go in the right shape and then and now i can see her kind of like trying different shapes and maybe she'll turn the block around and try and just like Problem solving, yeah, yeah uh-huh. little things like that to big things like when her favorite uh, Sesame Street song comes on, she knows the words to certain parts. She can I say saw it. it was pretty crazy, it's oh, wild. So pretty adorable, sweet. pretty it, adorable. The, they're like singing in Five Little Ducks wit, and then she just quack quack quack. <laughs> like, <laughs> stares at me while she does it. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking <ready>. okay, <laughs> yeah.
3: that's cute, yeah. <laughs> so
1: smart. I love it. No, that's that's I I I appreciate that you um are are you're able to appreciate being a father, you know, cuz some people are resentful about it, some people are scared about it, some mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. are
0: it's like um, something they have to do versus something they get to do.
2: Yeah, it, it can absolutely. be both. You know what I mean absolutely. It's something it's 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 like it, it's like professional athletes have to go to practice really early in the morning and you know arguably neglect their families for the sport sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's like that's what they want to do and that's and that's their that's their fulfillment, that's mm-hmm. what they the, get to do. Yeah, that's also mm-hmm. what they get to do because of yeah. because of the passion that they have for it and it's it definitely checks both boxes of, you know, sometimes I have to wake up a little bit earlier than I wanted to. Yeah. And I might have a little bit of a hangover that I fought off, but damn, this girl needs her cinnamon toast and eggs.
0: You know? mm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Good move. Good move.
1: Um, no, I'm, I, I think that's really cool. What about you, Amanda? What's, uh, what's the happiest, most fulfilled you've been in your life? Mm. And why do you think that is?
3: I think it was when I left Vancouver uh, for the first time on my own to move to Chicago and do Second City and do improv and just like try comedy um, because I didn't know what I was doing. So um, (laughs) it was just fun to meet people and be in a new space and uh, learn a lot about myself and what I wanted to do and like passions. So just having something like completely new, new city, all these things are very scary. But it also was like I was definitely living in the moment and I wasn't scared to try new things. And I still enjoy doing that stuff. But sometimes I like I have a lot of responsibilities now that keep me from being a little bit more like, um, I guess, in the moment. And uh, what's what word I'm looking for? Uh, spontaneous. I can't be as spontaneous now. Just older, more responsibilities. Um, but yeah, that was super cool. Everything was magical and new. And I was just bright eyed and bushy tailed now I'm old and bitter <laughs> yeah, but I'm she trying is. to work on that yeah, she is. it's true I should stop posting I was young and bitter now I'm old and bitter <laughs> um, yeah I don't know everything was just new and no one could tell me otherwise and sometimes I try and remember like that person is who I am more than like the person that's tired and has responsibilities and bitter it's mm. just like no I can still have fun and do whatever the fuck I want so yeah, yeah, yeah. new experiences are always fun No, that's awesome mm-hmm. Um, but so I guess for oh go ahead Oh, I so said, what about you? What about me?
1: Okay. Well, uh, um, so uh the thing that I was going to say is the time that I felt happiest and most fulfilled was probably when I was living in China. Mm-hmm. Um that was that was probably one of the the I guess it was a time when I was like I was just I just gotten busted with meth and I was like, wow, my life's over. And I had ended up in like a place that like most people never see, you know? Like mm-hmm getting out of their town is is rare from where I'm at. So it was like getting out of the country is like even crazier. And uh, I didn't realize how much I wanted to be a teacher. I don't think I realized that it was something that I was good at I don't think it was something that I realized that like I had a passion for until I was actually doing it I think a lot of the reason why I enjoy the smoke break is just because in a sense I do get to teach you know and I not necessarily teach in the preachy fashion like I know the answers but I get to ask the questions that create the answers mm-hmm. that you can either learn from or you can be like yeah it was mm-hmm. fucking boring you get to like trigger mm-hmm. new lanes of thought for people exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah and just um, and when like when those kids would fucking like understand a new concept where it was just just like, like it would click and I just like, I got to see that light, you know, like turn on in somebody's eyes and be like, wow. Like they, they get it. They're excited to use the information. Like it, it was just, it was one of the best uh, times of my life. I also drank a lot. So it was also (laughs) one of the worst times of my life. Uh, But you know, I, I, I got to experience all these things that like, I, I, they're, they're memories I'm grateful that I have. It was a redemption arc. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it was, it was my opportunity to take something that at the time was like one of the worst things in my life. And I was able to turn it into one of the best things in my life. And I think it was just the juxtaposition that, that created a space for me to like really appreciate, you know, where I was at and what I was doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So China for me was probably the time I felt most fulfilled, and I guess the reason why. Um. I think I answered, but I I want to go around and get your your guys's wise. Um. So for you, Amanda, like you said that, um, that that time was the the most was the most fulfilling. Why do you think that was?
3: Um. Because it was just everything was new. So now everything is like I know how it works and I'm part of it all the time and I have responsibilities with it. But back then it was just fun. Yeah. I was just doing it because it was fun, because I liked to do it, not because I had to. People You're depended really on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's more like, a, this is what I do.
3: Yeah. And even you know, if I don't want to do it, I have to do it. <laughs> Whereas back then, it was like, I always wanted to do it, because it was new and exciting. So, you know, I guess there was like less pressure, and there was more room for fun and exploration. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's, that makes a lot of sense.
3: Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense.
2: You, you never really felt like you had to do it. You always felt like you got to
0: do it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What about you, Malik? Um, I would say just looking at where my life was at this time last year, um, it was in a really dark place, was super deep in my addiction. And, uh, I think it was, it's, it's just looking back at where I was and how far I've come since then. And just like how my mind works now versus then, like back in that time, I would literally start a conversation And I would say, like, three words of a sentence. What are you excited for? I'd be like, what are you? What were we talking about? (laughs) And it was the most fucking gut-wrenchingly embarrassing thing And to where now I'm having these, like, super deep, complex, like, Mm -hmm. fucking nuanced conversations. And I'm a very intellectual person by nature. And so to just recognize that, like, that was something I was robbing myself of. And now it's something I get to engage in every mm-hmm. single fucking day with yeah. my peeps. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. it sounds yeah. like with both of you, it's it's almost like the comparison to where you were at before that, mm-hmm. or even where you're at now, you know, where it's like, it's, it's, you know, for Amanda's case, it's you were at a place where everything was new and you're at a place where everything is old now. Mm-hmm. And for you, you, you were at a place where everything was old and everything is new now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it feels like yeah.
0: uh, getting back to stock programming.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Getting> <laughs> like back like to that. the basics. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. to the basics. Resetting basically. all your stats. Yep. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. New game plus. <laughs> New, game New game plus. Game <laughs> uh, what about you, Taylor? What, uh, what makes, um, what, what makes uh, being a father and all of that just uh, as fulfilling as it is?
2: Uh, it's just... It's hard to even really put words on why fatherhood is so rewarding, because it's like there's nothing I can say that hasn't been said a million times by like the corniest people, you know what I mean? And it's just it seeing something that I made grow and learn and become fulfilled is is it, it's and not even from a perspective of like so I it's made their it. fulfillment. Yeah, it's 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 watching that happened independently of of me. I could be you know, feeling horrible. I could be having the worst day of my life and there's still a potential for this thing that's an extension of me technically uh-huh. to be having the best day of their life yeah. and seeing that happen on their own, even if it's not necessarily on their own, just mm-hmm. like yeah. having that individuality and watching it come to fruition, watching her learn things and everything like yeah. that is... Uh, it's so like difficult to even put words on how rewarding that is yeah well i mean you get a you get a second chance at a good
1: day you also get a second chance at a bad day <laughs> right.
2: mm-hmm. which has yeah. happened sometimes though yeah. we
1: yeah. both have a bad day yeah. okay cool. yeah. but you know there's there's that there's that potential for you to possibly have a bad day but for for her to be loving it and you yeah, uh,
2: yeah. and and just and seeing what the things she's doing now can turn into you know what i mean like see, oh she's already learning problem solving skills and and sign language which at like under a year and a half is pretty fucking dope mm-hmm. and like uh, just seeing what that can turn into seeing the potential that she has even if you know she, she didn't talk a lot for a while she still doesn't like to talk a bunch but she just like babbles kind of but like mm-hmm. just seeing the things that she's like good at and like seeing that she loves doing the things that she's good at and watching mm-hmm. her develop that is really cool yeah and yeah. then the, the high level gaming shit was just I got to play against and with people that I used to watch to learn how to play the games you yeah, know being able cool. to rub shoulders and uh, bump elbows with like the gotta meet
1: your heroes which usually is not
2: very fulfilling <laughs> yeah. but um, not only that I got to get my ass kicked by my heroes yeah. and I was like this was awesome yeah. you know what yeah. I mean you know, yeah, I, like, absolutely. I had a blast doing it if you can enjoy getting your ass kicked by your heroes you will go <laughs> far in life yeah it was, it was fun there's sp- specifically one time I want to mention this dude uh, Fat Goku uh, he's a, a Portland native and he's, he's really good at Smash Bros Melee and body Smash positive 4. Goku yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's the name he chose he goes by that Big and he's bone Goku. <laughs> he, he showed up to like a really small local tournament in vancouver even though he normally goes to like nationals and shit mm. and i like I just ran into him and ended up playing against him and it was just it was just cool you know what i mean like uh, i i landed a couple hits but ultimately got my ass kicked in the end and it was i still had a blast doing it yeah well mm. no, that's awesome all right well cool we're
1: gonna take a real quick commercial break but we will be right back with a smoke break we are here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio and live on facebook every saturday from three to four everyone
4: cheers to you my friends you're listening to Shady Pines Radio my name is Nate and each Friday
2: at 9am I bring you Burnt Cough all things Northwest and tour and act only on Shady Pines Radio thanks for tuning in
1: And we are back with the smoke break. We are here during the times I said that we're here. <laughs> uh, all those times. I am your host, Joel old Zane, here with the Mandolin Deal. Hello. Malik Rayshon. What's, What's up, Lars? Oh wow, we did it at the same time. <laughs> and uh, Taylor Barrett. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so we're going to close out. Um, we're going to pretend people who are listening don't know that Malik's gone because we did the voices so well. Yeah, I nailed uh, it. At the ma- same time. At mm. the same. Yeah, exactly. That's He's a ventriloquist.
2: Yeah. He's <laughs> just like
1: ethereal. Yeah. <laughs> he has,
2: like, talks like two voices at
1: the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite parts of the, the, the smoke break. And it's where I ask the question, what are you excited for?
2: Uh, Taylor, talk to us. Well i am uh very clueless when it comes to cars so for a long time i was not excited for this process uh my car broke down a while ago no clue what was wrong with it bought a new part that was not the right part uh it was chaos and i as of today like an hour and a half before i got here got my new car new uh, and loosely use the word new it's the it's 2010 but it's new new to me new to Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. yeah and it was old to the guy that was selling it but it's holy shit it's so weird to be like like, I was, like, driving on the freeway here, and I was like, is, is this okay? Am I okay to be doing this? This feels weird and very foreign, but, like, I feel... Oh. I feel like I didn't have Wi-Fi for a long time. You know what yeah. I mean? And now I'm like plugged back in. I can like, it's all connected now. I can go anywhere on the road. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, what's uh, What are you most excited about like having your car, um, having having access to a car now? Like, Being
2: it... able to work whenever I want now on my terms, you know? Yeah, yeah freedom. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I can go pick up my daughter now. That's, that's awesome. It's, I don't have to schedule rides and, you know, hope... That Mike? Did you just like really throw down. her in an Uber before, and you're just like, just "Bring <laughs> yeah. me my baby." Yeah, I was like please don't steal her. Yeah, I know she goes for a lot in the black market. No, I'm fucking.
0: Uh... <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <The> African
2: American market. <laughs> yeah. Please, Taylor, welcome back, and we're more PC now. It's just the you know what, man, it's just the American market. <laughs> <laughs> why is the guy even like, bro? All, uh, <laughs> all markets matter. No, but like, why would you have to schedule rides with her mom and my mom to pick up in Woodland or some shit? And now it's just like, I I can just drive to Castle Rock and yeah. go. Up for a weekend if I want to. Yeah. No. I don't have to schedule shit. Yeah. I don't have to schedule shit. No, that's, that's nice. exciting. That's
1: exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's uh, Malik, who's been here the entire time, yep. uh, according to our listeners mm-hmm. and not viewers, uh, <laughs> what are you excited for?
0: Honestly, I'm excited to have an empty bladder. Nice. <laughs> nice. The first thing of thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am excited for. Uh, I, okay. So I've been looking at some numbers. I'm not someone who normally looks at my own numbers when it comes to like my music because there's a couple of pieces to it. The first piece is that I don't have numbers that are impressive enough to me to like look at them and be like, oh, look, I got 30 views, Woohoo! Which is like, not to number shame, like it really doesn't matter. As long as you like what you put out, like it doesn't matter how many people fucking watch it or listen to it. But I put out this song, um on wednesday called leave me alone sampling michael jackson's leave me alone um which you can listen to on my youtube channel or my soundcloud which is malik ray m-a-l-i-k r-a-y-s-h-o-n soundcloud oh. and youtube that song came out um soundcloud you know i think i got like three plays whatever typical shit um but my on my youtube the song got like I think right now it's sitting at like 270 oh, damn, or something. Thanks. More it's
1: than fucking when you showed it to me the first time. So. Bro, yeah, and
0: it keeps kind of rising like every time I look back at it, which is weird to me. And I'll explain why it's weird. And I'll also explain why I need to just like not trip about it. Mm-hmm. Because the the most views I've gotten on a song up until this point with me being consistent, uploading something every week had been... I think at forty is where it kind of capped with wow. last week's video. Yeah, and so that I'm looking at this one. The day it drops, it got like well over a hundred fucking views. Yeah, and I'm tripping. This this is why I'm tripping. And then I'll tell you why I'm not tripping. I'm tripping because um, the person. This is a song Michael that Jackson sang. came back and was like <laughs> can I sing personally. He came honestly. back and co-signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The person who who I made this song leave me alone with is someone that I used to be involved with romantically. And there had been a lot of backlash that I got from this person for the two songs I put out previously, which were dealing with the situation and my reflection on it. The first one was like, this is why I love you and I need you, whatever. The second one was like, this is why we ain't going to work out, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then leave me alone. It's like, leave I'm confused
1: alone. about the situation. <laughs>
0: it's like, I know I want nothing to do with you, so please leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of backlash from that. And there was like a mild threat that was made. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like, oh, put something else out about me and. Kind of like see what happens, like let's play ball type mm-hmm. shit.
3: You're gonna I get a
2: bunch of views.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure showed you. I'm gonna angry watch it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like showing part all our me. friends, look what he said
2: about me, and they're like, "This is a, that's this is a bomb." Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's kind of the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it was like posts on some kind of group where it's like, "Look what this, look at this fucking piece of shit said about me." But uh, Zane Zane said something actually about it that kind of gave me a good perspective. Is like, well, the algorithm doesn't know the difference. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're fucking damn right. Yeah, I don't know if it's love or if it's hate, and I don't care because YouTube also doesn't care. So <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: go stream the song. Yeah, Drop a like. How many, how many plays Rebecca Black had? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I was gonna say
2: "Baby" by Justin Bieber was simultaneously the most viewed and the most disliked video on yeah. Yeah. Mm, the planet. That makes so, sense. Like, I mean, there's something to be said for me. Yeah, <laughs> So if you for busy people off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I guess I'll say I'm excited to see those numbers, regardless of why I'm seeing them. And then another piece that I'm excited about that I won't get too much into because I want y'all to have time to talk to is just the the people that I'm able to create with now. Um, Zaiku, who was on the show last week, mm-hmm. super dope. I had him check in the studio. Check out that episode. Go check out that episode. Also, go check out Zaiku's music. He's very yeah, talented. He's super talented. Mm-hmm. Um, So we're, we got some stuff we're working on. I got two friends that uh, 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 I like a lot. Cool. Ah, yeah, I know. Uh, that, that's a whole nother thing I'm excited for. <laughs> but uh I think we're all gonna like do a song together. Nice. Yeah. We are the world. <laughs> <laughs> Another Michael Jackson sample. Yeah. Run those numbers we up, are, baby. Numbers, numbers, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just lots of music, lots of creativity, and uh that's fucking that's my shit. Fuck yeah. I got an empty bladder. Nice. And we
1: got an empty bladder. We're appreciative of the small things and the big things. Like mm-hmm. your small bladder and <laughs> your big dreams. <laughs> big dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Amanda. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I'm, uh, whew, that's tough because I've had kind of a rough week. I'll be honest. Um, but something cool that happened this week Um A friend of mine, Trista, who was also on Smoke Break as well with Dahlia. Uh, Trista was kind of showing me. um, I submitted a clip to be on her show, which I was on last night, Clowning. It was super fun. And she was like, you should make this a reel. And I was like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Like, I know people do it. And that's how you get, like, views. And you can have, like, you know, one joke and blah, blah, She told me everything how to do it. She made it. She told me how to hashtag it, how to post it. And then I got, like, 100 views in a day. And people I haven't seen. yeah. Yeah, people I haven't, like, seen or talked to. Since I like lived in Chicago, were like, "Hey, you're real shit up on my feed. Like, I'm glad yeah. you're still doing comedy." So, um, despite all the other stuff, like getting COVID when I came back from New York, giving it to oh. my roommate, mm. having weird after effects, I have some weird allergic reaction right now, so I'm very rashy. Um, my yeah. body's falling apart. It's not contagious. Yeah. <laughs> and I started my period today, so all that stuff, I just want to fucking blow my brains on, rip my skin off. But, hey, <laughs> well, I will
4: I'm say here.
2: As, uh, as puppies a, are cute. As, puppies as, are as, cute. A slight glimmer of, of hope in all the in all the chaos that is surrounding you right now, uh, I I've noticed that... Facebook Reels specifically are super forgiving with with smaller numbers. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just scrolling uh, very, very quickly, you'll get videos with three likes. Mm -hmm. And normally I'm like, fuck about this, but even though I don't interact with them at all, I still get plenty of videos mm-hmm. with a really small mm-hmm. amount of interaction. And so, even if they, even if you're not, you know, pumping out twelve thousand views or some shit, like it's there's a good chance that your friends and your friends and your friends will like, yeah, will start seeing that on their reels.
3: Yeah, it was cool to get people to come out of the woodwork that I haven't talked to in forever and be like, I'm glad you're still doing it. Or like that was super funny, and it yeah. was a nice like little, um, pat on the back, I mean. yeah, a little pat on the back thing. Something I was like, oh, okay, I know how to do this now. I had someone coach me, and she's like offering help just because we're friends and. Yeah. That's something that I needed because it's hard to ask for help. You're just like, I know people do it. I don't know how. I'm never going to do it. Someone's like, just yeah. fucking do it. I'll, sh- I'll do one for you and tell you how to do it. Yeah. So I appreciate Trista. Big shout out to her. Um. Out. And yeah, I guess I'm just excited to keep doing comedy and growing as a person. Um, despite other things I think it's important to focus on good stuff too mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm absolutely. grateful for that grateful for good friends and um, seeing old friends I guess Awesome. I'm I'll glad you're that. getting
2: in, in, into the reels too yeah. because it is a weird kind of thing to navigate especially with TikTok being so dominant mm-hmm. that that algorithm is just wild but uh, 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 I've noticed like like Brent Lowry mm-hmm. I've noticed a couple of his videos mm-hmm. yeah. one of his videos has over a million views yeah, and I was right. like holy shit like, that's, yep. that's, a, that's incredible and he's hilarious he absolutely mm-hmm. deserves that Yeah, I've been but it's like he has four friends, videos mm-hmm. one of them hit th- hit a, a million, and I was like, "That's yeah. that's deserved. That's badass." Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And just gotta do it.
3: Believe in yourself. What about you, Zen? Hey, what are you, there you excited go. for? It? That didn't take any prompting. <laughs> I was getting there. Just, my <laughs> hair is
1: just fucking flipping back and forth. Um, <laughs> let's see. What am I excited for? I got a little bit of time. Um, what am I excited for? Uh, I'm excited to spend some time not fucking doing this. Wow! Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a weird thing to <laughs> say on the fifth. Excited episode. to be done. Better to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the last episode, so everyone get fucked. Uh, <laughs> get your sad somewhere else. Um, <laughs> that's the tagline for the smoke break. Get, get your sad, sad somewhere, somewhere else. else. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to just be like you know I spent some time on Thursday hanging out with Taylor. Um, and yeah, it was right for that show. Yeah. Writing for that show. Yeah. We're writing for, we're writing for a show that we're planning on putting on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Um, kind of just stretching my legs in a different area comedically and just writing wise. So, um, I'm really excited for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, yeah, like I said, just not, not just be, be doing the things that I love, but not to an extent that I hate them
3: that's uh, good that's important you can't yeah, we kind of yeah. talk about that last night <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so um just yeah like saying that i need to take time to hang out with friends and taking the time to actually hang out with friends mm-hmm. are two different fucking things um knowing that you need to change and changing are fucking vastly different mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, and you keep
2: yourself really busy you know you, yeah. you definitely have like a hustling mindset so when you're hanging out you're like i'm not hustling Some, and you kind of have to remind yourself like I I gotta
0: relax for a little bit. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, it's just, I can't, you can't really approach the things that you want to the way that you want to if you are constantly fucking doing that, Mm -hmm. you know, because... At a certain point, it becomes just a fucking like a a a reaction of just like, okay, I got to do this. I got to mm-hmm. do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. When it should be like, I get to do this. I get to do
2: this. Mm-hmm. I get to do this. Yeah. I think the phrase in psychology is called uh, sharpening the sword or sharpening the saw or some mm-hmm. shit where it's like you just take a break to like, you know, make sure the, the sword's all good. And then you can go back to to working for a little bit. Yeah, you got to take, take a break to sharpen the sword.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely I'm excited to perform at the Shady Pines music festival later today or whatever uh makes sense when you listen it. to this. 187. Um, yep, Sunday. So at two o'clock, if you listen into this, um, actually all the tickets are sold out. So hopefully you just already listened to the smoke break and you'll already be <laughs> there and you'll be like, Hey, he said that. Uh, yeah. so but yeah, I, I get it. this is probably gonna this this isn't probably gonna be this is gonna be the first festival that I'm on. So uh nice. I, I'm I'm not the biggest name on the on the poster uh biggest but staffer. but I am a I am a name on the poster. Mm-hmm. Biggest afro, though. Biggest yeah. afro, There you go. There you go. Yeah. So. If someone else with a bigger afro shows up, you're going to be devastated. I'll, oh, will I'll no. fucking I'll burn the stage down. <laughs> <laughs> um, just burn their
2: hair down. and nah. <laughs> you'll be good. It can only be this town ain't big enough for the two of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, that has been the Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. And you can catch us every Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. on my Facebook live, Zane Thomas, go ahead and add me, do all that fun stuff if you're already watching. I appreciate you guys hanging out. And uh, yeah, that has been the smoke break. We were here with Amanda and Deal. Bye, friends. Malik Rayshon.
2: Jesus. Uh Taylor Barrett. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me back. I had a blast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh hopefully about? we can get you back a little bit more. Nope. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it. This is where I find that out. Live. This is the, yeah, exactly live. Ooh, cut the stream, cut the stream. Yep, that has been a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Bye.